Hey, good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Eugene Daniels. It's Thursday, July 27th. Here's what's driving the day. Florida governor and presidential candidate Ron DeSantis is in Iowa as the, quote, special guest for a bus tour for his super PAC, Never Back Down. It's part of his kind of revitalization, revisit, reset of his campaign. And we take a look at some of the candidates that he's been compared to, Scott Walker, Jeb Bush, Rick Perry, as folks who burned out a little quickly and not more quicker than they wanted to when they ran for president. But we look at the blueprint that he could or any of the candidates who end up in this position could follow. And that's John McCain, who went from the bottom of the heap to winning the presidential nomination in 2008. So take a look at that in the top of Playbook today. Also, President Biden's son Hunter's plea deal hit a roadblock during his federal court hearing yesterday. This was something that was pretty unexpected. And as someone who covers the White House, I can tell you it's a bit annoying for this White House because folks were ready to kind of put some of this behind them. We thought this, for the most part, this proposed deal between Biden and the Justice Department was going to be a done deal. It's not dead, but it is going to last a little bit longer than folks in the White House and in Biden world wanted it to. Also, the Federal Reserve says that the United States will avert a recession in 2023. This they said after they raised interest rates for the 11th time since March 2022. And joining me to discuss all of that is ACE economics reporter Victoria Guida, who is the best in the biz. Victoria, good morning. Good morning, Eugene. Always good to be with you. We had the Fed raise rates again yesterday. Investors, probably people with credit cards, people that are hoping to buy homes, are hoping this is it. Is this it? Yeah. So Chair Jay Powell made it pretty ambiguous as to whether this is the last one. He does seem to love to do that. He does. And in his defense, (laughs) he cannot predict the future. So I think that's what his concern is, um, that right now, I mean, so inflation has has been coming down. It's been steadily coming down. And that's a good sign. But I think the Fed is worried that the last bit, um, so they have a 2% target, and uh, this gets like really in the weeds really fast because there's like a couple of different inflation targets. So the one everyone pays it. attention to is the consumer price index, which was at 3% in June. Uh, but actually, the one that the Fed pays attention to is personal consumption expenditures, which we haven't gotten yet for June. <laughs> but basically, they're still significantly above their 2% target. And they're worried that the last bit will actually be the hardest bit. And so mm. um, they definitely are like, sort of leaning more hikes, but not definitively more hikes. But uh, definitely, as you said, markets are betting and hoping that this is the last. And that's a real possibility. It's interesting because when you think of it from the White House perspective versus the Fed's perspective, the Fed's perspective is like, we absolutely want to get back to 2% inflation. And that's their priority. Whereas the Biden administration absolutely wants to see inflation come down, but their priority is avoiding recession. And so they sort of have the same goal, but they have different liens 
of what they care about more. I mean, and, and you said you brought up the R words. So I'm going to go back to it. A recession. Something that I've been hearing a lot less from folks that the White House talks to, that work in the White House, is that it's becoming increasingly less likely, right? There are different economic factors where these banks and these, these lending institutions are changing the way their outlook on next year, that we may be in that soft landing spot. How do these rate hikes continuing, um, how does that impact that? Because it feels like there's a, those things can be at odds a bit if they go too far. Yeah, so it's actually really difficult to, to talk about the economy because of rate hikes, because what we see right now is unemployment is low and inflation's coming down. And so you have a lot of people who look at the media and they're like, why are you talking about a recession coming, right? Um, and yeah. a recession is absolutely not guaranteed, but one of the reasons why is as the Fed is continuing to raise rates, the like steady state of the economy matters. But if the Fed is determined to slow growth, growth is going to slow, right? And so the question is, how much do they need to slow it before they feel happy with inflation? And one of the reasons why you see more optimism is because the economy has been incredibly resilient. I mean, so the Fed started raising interest rates in March 2022, and they've raised rates more than five percentage points since then, which is the highest it's been since 2001. I feel pretty confident in saying uh, the, the number of economists who would have projected that you could have raised rates this high this fast in that time and have the unemployment rate stay the same, essentially, is basically zero, right? Like people hmm. would have predicted that the pain would have been much more. But also, it's just a sign that, uh, you know, people built up a lot of savings during COVID. And because the job market has been really good before and after the pandemic, um, it's given people, you know, the flexibility to change jobs, make more money. And so people just are doing better financially. I mean, it, it doesn't always feel that way, right? But when it comes to spending power, I mean, people are doing decently well. And so this is one of the things that's been sort of the engine of the economy. And it's good because if you want to achieve a soft landing, if you want to avoid recession, what you want is for growth to slow just gradually, right? Because what you don't want is like, you know, you mentioned the bank failures earlier this year. Yeah. What you don't want is like a sudden collapse, right? Because then you can't, then you can't have a soft landing, right? You think about a plane that's crashing the plane. That's not having a soft landing. I know you have a lot more digging through these economic numbers as they continue to come. So thanks for joining. Yeah, you always ask fantastic questions, Eugene. Happy to be here. And for your schedule today, the Senate is in. The House will meet at 10 a.m. The Judiciary Committee will hold a markup at 2 p.m. of a report recommending the House find, wait for it, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg in contempt of Congress. President Biden has a very long day. He's going to start around 1145, announcing some additional actions to, quote, protect communities from extreme heat. And also the prime minister of Italy is in town and President Biden and her will be holding a bilateral meeting. I will say as someone who covers the White House, I know that the two of them, um, aides say they get along, though they don't agree on much other than Ukraine. So it'll be interesting to see what else we hear out of that. And by the way, Women Rule is hosting an event today at 9 a.m. at the Conrad, Washington, D.C. Representatives Nancy Mace and Ro Khanna will both be there to talk about women in the workplace, along with many others. Register online right now at politico.com backslash live dash events. You still have time to peek at that. I'm Eugene Daniels. Thanks for listening.